Singing the thing on the Doofa show now. Doing the world music noises and things. Jiggling around in a big linen shirt. Piggity wiggity tickety tickety dee. Hi there, I'm Paul Simon and I'm here to. Would you guys shut up? Okay. If you love gaming, then you're going to love Doofus. I know I do. I'm a big fan of uh, Chucky Egg, and I had a snake on my Nokia phone uh, when I was recording my last album. Anyway, without further ado, here's Alex and Darren on Doofus. Homeless. Homeless. Right, that's it. Guys, get back outside and get on with cleaning my pool. Uh, why are you so mean to us, Mr. Simon? Yes, it's time for Doofus again. You better sit down and open up your ears. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's time for Doofus again. Why don't you shut up and listen to the gaming? Gaming! Shut up. Alex and Darren again. They're gonna hold you down and pump you full of fun now. Oh, yeah. Let's rub ourselves with gaming and fill it all around our legs. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Doofus, the place where we discuss games uh, and we churn out the facts and we remove anything accurate from them for your listening pleasure. I'm Darren. I'm here in the UK and out in Japan. The Batman to my Robin... It's Alex. Say hello, Alex. Hello, everybody. That's really weird letting you do the intro. Yeah, I'm doing it now. I'm so, uh, emasculated. Uh, yes, Alex is in charge. Alex has all the facts, the gaming facts for you here, but uh, I'm keeping him aloft. I'm the stilts. He's like a, a drunken circus performer, and I'm helping <laughs> him around the, around the ring. Uh, well, he's the reason in for that Japan. Is this, this time I've done very little preparation because I've been having too much fun. Having too much fun. Alex is in Japan on what can only be described as a grotesquely extended gap year where he's <laughs> lost touch with everything, except gaming. Yes. I'm <laughs> still very much keeping abreast of gaming. So you're the Batman to my Robin, as I said. Do you, what, what Batman do you think you'd be? I think you're probably the George Clooney. Oh, I want to be... <laughs> is, that, um, is, that, is that offensive to say? <laughs> it is a bit. Uh, I was going to go to the um, later years Kilmer. Batman in the comic where he gets all big and kind of chunky. And like he has this tiny little like fourteen year old kind of creepy, maybe paedophile Robin that he carries around and protects far too closely. Oh, so Batman's very very old and Robin's very very young. Yeah, Is that right. Yeah, and, and yeah? Batman's kind of put on weight, but he's still powerful. That big powerful man, Batman. I don't know. I think you're Val Kilmer, but <laughs> I, then I don't get to be Robin, do I? No. Uh, yeah, you got to be George Clooney. My so ass isn't that good actually for Val no. Kilmer. He was pretty. He has a nice ass. Yeah, well, he did. That, don't, don't you remember seeing it at the movie? He, he puts on the suit and he, all the women in the audience did this kind of... Oh, I do remember, yeah, because this is when Bruckheimer yeah. got it, isn't it? Yeah. It, became ridicu- it became a ridiculous comic book and there were rubber nipples by George Clooney. That's time, right, weren't they? yeah. Yes, there were lots of arse shots. I forgot about that. Yeah. Including like a peach the, wrapped in a bin liner. Including the holy rusted metal, Batman. Holy and he turns around and looks at him and yeah. he looks at him and goes, it's holy rusted metal because they're on a ship that's really old. And that was bad, and everybody groaned. Well, as you can already hear, Doofus is just back in the swing of things. Hello, how are you doing out there? We're all enthusiasm, no content. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff coming up for you. Uh, but let's, without further ado, say what's good and what's bad in a slightly new way. Send it to Devon. Does that make any sense? Send it to Devon. It, uh, Devon it makes some is, sense. Yeah, Devon is... is uh, uh, a lovely rural uh, countryside area in the UK. So, it's uh, near and dear what, to would our you... hearts, really. Yeah, we spent a lot of time there yeah. as kids. Uh, I don't know why we've done this, but here we are. So what, what, what are you sending to send in to Devon? Well, tonight, um, after we finish recording, I am off to town, which in this case is Sinsaibashi, 
to go to a chip tunes club and dance well kind of I don't know if I can dance really, but jump the night away to a load of chip tunes at the Famitsu Volume One git kind of thing that's going on. Party, I guess, would be the word. Chip tunes. Yeah. So that's just lots of uh, bleeping, squeaking, eight-bit things like that. Yeah, I, I take it. There's, is there going to be costumes involved in this? Are uh, you going to be dressed as Mario? Or? There's going to be tacos. I'm going to drink and eat lots before I go, and then maybe, but I doubt I'll get dressed up. Not this time. Oh, okay. Because anyway. eight bit dress, if you if you because like chip tunes is synonymous with eight bit, isn't it? Mm-mm. You would you'd have to go pixelated. Could you not sort of make like get lots of tiny boxes and then glue them to yourself? Cover myself in boxes, maybe. I'll have a look around yeah. this apartment. You could accurately be uh, an eight bit Mega Man. <laughs> I think just get the right amount of boxes, you could do it. <laughs> paint them blue, and yeah, that'd be good. You just need some really big boxes because he's very big pixels at that point. So there's not really well exactly yeah. Good. You would yeah. be, you'd probably mash them up quite quickly dancing. Yeah, very quickly. Like that time I went dressed as a pu- Christmas present to that party we went to. I don't remember that, Alex. Don't Explain for the listeners. It's not just you and me talking, remember? I know, I know. But uh, halfway <laughs> through the night, I had to rip it open so I could go to the toilet. And this would probably be I the same problem Mega Man would have. Eventually, there'd just be a huge hole around did the you, area. Did you rip it open with your hands? Yes, <laughs> I ripped it open <laughs> with my hands. You didn't burst out in any other way. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, my heaven, my, my Devon, I should Your say, Devin. is... Uh, <laughs> now, I found out this recently. Yeah, Alex, mm. our doofus host here, you, you know, you love him, you love him. Uh, your education, Alex, yeah. is multifaceted. You just, uh, studied psychology at Lancaster University. Yes, I did. Have a degree. You did some other Mickey Mouse thing. What was that? It was uh, computer interface design and evaluation also at Lancaster University. Okay, and you've just been fucking around in Japan for a while. But yeah, in, in between, yeah. you uh, I didn't realise you were a doctor. Yeah, yeah, I'm a Alex doctor. Alex has got... A, you have got a PhD. <laughs> Wait for this. <clears throat> it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, Alex. Uh-huh. You have a honorary... Uh-huh. Is that right? Yes. PhD yes. in education yes. from the University yes. of Alternative Medicine. Yes. Sri Lanka. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Dr. Beach. I, so, uh, I don't know where to begin with this, apart from, I can't believe I didn't know this before. <laughs> I thought you did. Uh, I'm sure I told you this. Uh, I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I could ever stop mentioning this every single time now. <laughs> so, uh, what, have you got a physical certificate? I do. I have a physical certificate. Okay, and it was and presented what? to me by two of the deans of the university. And was it was this in front of a, a, a an open boot of a car in a car park? No. After no. some exchange of, of of crystal meth or something like that. It was in a small restaurant. In a uh, small restaurant. A private party. Yes. With the two deans of the university, and um, were they just two men called Dean Alex? No, no. No. One of them was called Deepu, and the other one was called Antoine. Right. <laughs> PhD in education from the University of Alternative Medicine, Sri Lanka. Yes. And you and you also assured me that this is accredited by the EU. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I should probably look into uh, that, shouldn't I, before I tell anyone. So have you have you traded across this? Have you put the words PhD after your name or doctor before them in any uh, job context ever? I haven't yet. I, so far, I've only put it in my. Um, What's it called? My extracurricular activities. I've decided that's a good place to slip it in. 
Extracurricular um, PhD from the University <laughs> of Sri Lanka. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like the ones that Tony Blair gets, isn't it? You know, he like visits the university, you know, the you know the Peterborough Polytechnic or something yeah. like that, and he gets a, a a PhD in you know art history or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you know he's just got it. I don't know honorary PhDs. It's weird. They are a bit strange. That's why I don't. Well, like, what is it? I don't mention it so much, but uh, I thought you knew at least. Um, Do you ever think that you might just go for the most decadent, you know, toilet visit? <laughs> just, just use your PhD. Tear up all of my degree certificates and uh, exactly. stack in a little pile before I go in there. Yeah, um, wouldn't that just be the most decadent view you could have? <laughs> that or money. It's one of the two, isn't it? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is more valuable? That's the question. Well, money. <laughs> that's my, that's my, that's the whole sense, you know, that's at the center of the humor of this for me. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Dr. Alex, uh, please lead us into the next section. <laughs> Send it to Wells. Oh, hello, Vicar. I should explain that Wells is also a rareable place in uh, England, but it's, all, it's quite nice. Uh, it's supposed to be our hell, but obviously Devon works. I'm not sure if Wells works. Wells is where Hot Fuzz was filmed. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's very nice. <laughs> but we're sending stuff there. What are you sending there? <laughs> well, I'm sending apartment hunting to, to Tunbridge Wells today um, because uh, recently I, I've become single. So I. Alex is single. Single. So I've been. Now how is it? Are you bristling with sexual excitement? Is the world a, a new playground? The world is very much a new playground for many reasons, not just sexually. If you're a regular listener, you'll know that uh, Alex had a girlfriend. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we, 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 we had some uh, interaction with her on the podcast occasionally. Yeah. She is gone She's now. She's gone. Yeah. Uh, and Alex is free. Yeah, yeah, I am. So, but you're looking for a new place to stay uh, and take all of, your, all, of your, all of your game consoles with you. Yeah, yeah, got all of the game consoles out currently in a friend's apartment. Hopefully tomorrow I'll get one sorted, but it, it's a bit of a nightmare because you've got to get a guarantor, which is difficult when you're an English teacher in Japan because really they want a Japanese guarantor. And everybody I work with works part-time and they want somebody who works full-time. Um, and I'm left at this kind of like, who can I ask that I feel comfortable enough requesting this of them. So we'll see. It's exciting, isn't it? It is. It's exciting, isn't well, it? Well, it's <laughs> not thrilling, but it's a bit of a headache. <laughs> and if we're looking at things that I can send to hell, considering I'm now free of the restrictions I used to have about going out every night, that, as I've been wanting to, uh, this would be the only problem left. Well, I'm sorry to dwell on you. It's all about you this week, but my, but my hell, my wells, mm. is uh, your... Uh, now, when, you, when we post up the podcast, you, you have to write a little bit on yeah. the blog because it, it gets added as a blog post. Yeah. Uh, and, and so... Uh, often, Alex, uh, I think you know you edit the podcast. Editing is is is, is tricky. You have to put in all the little uh, uh, jingles and things like mm -hmm. that. It's quite exhausting. Uh, and then you uh, write the explanatory piece that goes along with it. Now, sometimes I feel that maybe you, you're spent by the time you write these. <laughs> and uh, last last time uh, made me laugh a lot. Uh, so if you're thinking, if you're just browsing the internet and you stumble across Doofus and you think, hey, a gaming a gaming podcast, maybe I might like to listen to that. Let's have a little read here. So this is the first paragraph from last time. You can go and oh read God, this. Oh God! Don't. Okay. It says, <coughs> "Now you th this is the this is basically the sales pitch for our show, <laughs> for our ever dwindling numbers of listeners." Uh, <laughs> it has been a long week. 
in no way helped by the fact that we had to record this show twice thanks to technical problems. Fortunately, the dry run meant, even with my general exhaustion, we were able to keep the show mostly on track. And then, and when we didn't, it was at least funny. <laughs> I get so angry when I read those. It's just like, we recorded for like hours and we made all this stuff. And then you just write, yes. I think one of them starts with sorry. I think quite a few of them start with sorry. I'd like to get statistics for how many of them include the word sorry. So, Alex, please, can you, like, take a picture of yourself, like, with a sombrero on or something? Like, with a really happy, excited face and write the most, you know, enthusiastic post this time. But please, I'm self-deprecating. This is my charm, is it not? Well, yeah, that's... I, yeah, I mean, it's just constant sort of amusement. We have mentioned this before. But, you know, you're single now. You, you, you know, the blinkers <laughs> are off. The whole world is laced with, you know, sexual possibilities. You know, girls flashing your looks. It must be exciting, right? It is. It is exciting. I, I can't deny if, that. If you're a real doofus fan, of course. Do you reckon any women listen to this? Um, That's a no, isn't it? Mom, That's a definite maybe. no. <laughs> Does your mum listen? She has occasionally. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, if, if, if you are a, a female doofus listener... Apart from my mum. If you are, please just leave... Just leave the word F on the comments or any, any, you know, please write in. We'd be, we'll send you, we'll genuinely send you something nice. Yes. Uh, like a good present or something. Cause I, re I really doubt it. I really, really doubt it. But if you are, you're, you're a huge doofus fan, then, you know, you, you'd probably be keen to capitalize on Alex, Alex's singledom. So just, I don't know, give Alex your address and I'm sure he'll be only too happy to visit and, and, uh, Touch of a. What have you been playing? 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 Despite looking for a new apartment and uh, leave my ex and all of that, I have had time for some games, including 3D Dot Game Heroes, which I've been really excited about. I was looking forward to this one. Uh, okay, I don't know anything about this. You don't know anything about it. Okay, I was going to ask. Um, imagine Zelda. Imagine the kind of pixel art of the original Zelda, but then just make those pixels have volume and make it 3D that way as opposed to make oh. it pretty. No, hold on. Is this the uh, the thing that's built on Unity, the uh, Zelda game that you talked about recently? No, no. You know, it was the first Zelda game built in 3D which you can play on a browser online. Okay. No, no, it's not no. that. It's not it's the not 3D that. Zelda 2. This is a full retail game, PS3 exclusive okay. from From Games, that is... Yes. An absolute throwback to those old, those old titles, like the old, the really old Zeldas. And the idea is that the kind of the joke is that this town and the city got really started to lose get visitors, and because okay. it was built on tourism, the king decided to make everything 3D. But because it was an old 2D world, they didn't really grasp 3D, so they just made every square a box, so everything just bounced up that way, as opposed to being rendered prettily. So it's okay. like you're running around in this 3D but very, very 2D world. 2D constrained but 3D graphicked world. And My head can't get around this. It sounds mind-blowing. Oh, My mind is it's blown. It's like everything's made out of Lego blocks. That's the easiest way to think of it. Little square okay. Lego blocks. Um, and it's a really old style story. You have to go through... Well, just like Zelda, basically. You have a sword that powers up. Dodgy text. There's dodgy speech between the characters. What do you mean, deliberately in a uh, yes. sort of nos deliberately nostalgic, badly, badly translated, translated way? Yes. Li like it? 
and that's all the game is. It's it's like one big in joke that, admittedly, after about mm, a third of the way through, starts to mm-hmm. you start to wonder if you can still put up with it because the nostalgia element, like with anything, if you go back to an old game, there's the question of how long the nostalgia will yeah. sustain. Nostalgia is big, isn't it? Now? Yeah, with the whole the Kid Icarus thing. We'll talk about that later. But, it, but you know, that's that's a, that's not a Kid Icarus game. That's just a new game that yeah. is called Kid Icarus. <laughs> cloying nostalgia but in there's this quite a lot case, of that in this country now you know Al. is there you know mr t is on every uh advert now nothing wrong with that no there is alex okay. uh he it's, it's just you know all commercial breaks now in the uk mr t just stands and <laughs> sets in front of a big white background mm. and it's like the generation game just products go past on a conveyor belt and he picks them up and goes you gotta eat some snickers yeah, what you talking about, Mr. Hannibal? That's what he says, isn't it? Mr. Hannibal's dead. That would be rather inconsiderate. Oh, Peppard. No Mr. one calls their children Hannibal anymore, do they? <laughs> no, no. That's a name that's fallen out of favour. <laughs> I wonder why. Um, as you fall silent. Oh. <laughs> I, thought you had, I thought you had something to... Well, it was <laughs> Hannibal Lecter. You might... Yeah, but yeah. Hannibal with the cigar... Yeah, it's with the cigar. People still get going. called Jesus or Jesus. Yeah, you know. dressed as Godzilla, opening it up and smoking a cigar through the gap. Yeah, I like that bit. But to wrap no, up no. 3D Drop Game Heroes, since we are talking about games still, <laughs> <laughs> it's really good for a little while. It's a budget release. It came out at $40. I don't know how much it is in the UK or if it's even in the UK yet. But it's certainly well worth a look if you have nostalgia for those games. Nostalgia. But if you don't, it, I can imagine it. The entertainment running out even faster than it did for me, so mm. sure. Little so it has limited appeal, a bit like the uh, the 3D Zelda game, but probably more than that. M- more than that, yes. It, There's nothing wrong with dipping into a bit of nostalgia, though, and that sounds no. like it's uh, it's perfectly the, tuned. Perhaps the best way to dip into nostalgia because it's certainly more. How do I play it? What's it on? It's on the PS3, so you probably can't. Okay. You probably won't play it, but it is certainly a far more accomplished game than the games it apes. 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 In the game that copies. I'm not going to buy me no ape, okay. fool. I'm not going to get no Toyota Prius. Now, I've what also, I'm a Toyota advert. I've also been playing. I'm just no, going to pu- Since you're talking about cars, I've been playing Blur, which is a new Blur. game. Blur. Oh, wait. Yeah, this is this uh, new racing game. Yeah. Kind of, uh, it, it, it's a racing game, anti Gran Turismo, sort of anti realism, but uh, pro fun. So we're talking. Um, What's that game where you crash? I like that game. Oh, you, you Burnout. Burnout. <laughs> um, it's a little I like love Burnout, Burnout, but it, it's straight up racing and kind of fighting. It's yep. a lot less freeform. It's not open world like Burnout is. And you have weapons. It's so, like ra- ramming cars. Yeah, it's like, it's like Wipeout, but with real cars. So okay. you hop this in your little colourful, VW. souped up. Yeah. Uh, Vin Diesel style colourful cars. Exactly. You hop in like a VW Beetle and then as you're shooting along, you're like firing charges out the front of the car and hitting turbos. It, it's hard, but it is a lot of fun. Um, I've been really enjoying it, perhaps because, you know, I've got all this free time suddenly. I've just been sat in front <laughs> of the game playing it and really enjoying it because it's my friends. Dancing, masturbating and playing Blur. No, I'm, now I've got a roommate. I can't masturbate so much, you know. So much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving swiftly on, like a blur. One from that. more game from me, actually. Moving on, like. Well, that 
can I just do one of mine? Because actually, it's, oh, it's but a it was so perfect with the masturbating thing. It was called the company oh, of myself. <laughs> oh, very well done. Yeah, you win that. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> it's a free online game that is basically it, it's very short. Oh, you sent me this, but it crashed my browser. Oh, did it? Oh, it's really yeah. fun. It's just well, fun. It's kind of depressing actually, but it's about um, <laughs> the idea. It's about <laughs> a man who like is. Talking about how he has become very isolated and how he can now do many things himself, and which in, which in practice means there's a r device that allows him to replicate himself and replay the same images again and again. So you do something in the with the first character, then you replay it, and it resets, and a ghost of that goes w with your character doing something different. If that makes sense. Do you know what it makes? Absolutely no sense, okay. but it does make me want to play it. So okay. let's re let's remind everybody. The company of myself <laughs> on congregate.com. So I'm not your producer, aren't you? Do you think sometimes it'd be better if you did the whole show and I was just in your ear, you know, like <laughs> Philip Schofield on Going Live? Yeah, well, just occasionally. Should we do that one time? Just blanket. you, but I'm hooked. I'm plumbed into you. We could do that now, just by um, not putting your feed into this recording. <laughs> <laughs> what, like a one-sided conversation? <laughs> yeah. Which sometimes I do feel like it is. <laughs> <Be the> special. <laughs> well, you were playing Blur, right? Yeah. Okay, I'll be quick, because last time I did Portal, and I was like, what the fuck am I going to say about playing Portal? Every, everyone's played Portal. Indeed. There are probably dogs who've played Portal, homeless people who've played Portal. <laughs> um, that's probably true, isn't it? Yeah. Um, recently made homeless. Uh, I've been playing Half-Life 2, and I finished Half-Life 2. Wow actual shock you finished it yes my word that you must have been unproductive well the, my girlfriend went out like a couple of nights last week and i was just like i remember what this was like this is why i stopped playing video games because i was just i've got to keep playing the game i've got to keep playing the game it's really good it's obviously half-life 2 is brilliant mm. and i uh, just like she'd go out and i'm like oh i better play half-life 2 and then just like three or four hours would go <laughs> and she'd come home and I'd just be mad from like shooting zombies and we'd watch some TV and I'd just instinctively want to shoot things when they <laughs> appeared on screen. I was really twitchy and it was brilliant and I finished it and I just thought, fucking hell, I'm just not, I'm not going to play any more Steam games. <laughs> but I uh, sent you so a Steam game. You did, you did. I, I will play, uh, what was that again? For, what was Torchlight. it? Torchlight. Torchlight. Torchlight, yeah, Torchlight. And we've got Team Fortress, we'll play that. And I still think uh, we should get Civilization, so we can play that multiplayer. Oh my While god, Civilization. That's like the worst one. That's a, No, that's like a big life hoover. Goodbye life. <laughs> but it's only like eight Goodbye quid. life, fellow strategy. It's eight quid for the full thing with all the expansions. Well, that was a, that was a problem. Half-Life 2 was five quid. Is that much? Five quid Five for that. Quid. It was. So, it was so good. It was so good. Well, now you've it got made me upset that it how entertaining it was compared to the rest of my life. But episode two is even better. Glazing over with people when I was talking to them, going, "Wow, this isn't as good as Half Life 2. <laughs> this wasn't fair as well. They were just like selling me some bread. It wasn't fair that I judged them like that. Anyway, so I decided I'd go back to my short bursts of playing old games. Okay. So I. But seriously, I've been playing some good old games, and I, I'd like to recommend if anyone. Is a Mega Drive player and they can get a hold of it. Uh, Super uh, Super Chase, which is uh, Chase HQ, uh, the version of Chase HQ, but made for the Mega Drive. Uh, you still driving a black car or is that the red car one? You've got a choice of a sports car. You've got a choice of a uh, off-road uh, sort of 4x4 four four, mm. and you've got a truck as well, wow. which is brilliant. Uh, and of course, they've got the Mario Kart style differences in gameplay. The truck very slow, uh, but, you know, boy, nothing's going to knock that off the track. So you've got to, you know, catch up with the 
the baddie and ram him off the road and it's just really good it really stands up uh it's still really fun i mean it's really simplistic now it's almost it, it, you know it could make a good iphone game but it is a fucking brilliant game still uh so i've been playing that in short satisfying bursts <laughs> uh and it's just got that 16-bit uh romanticism just sort of ingrained into it it's fantastic you know when they did arcade ports to uh home consoles oh. and then they just kind of spruced them up a bit and they became a game of their own and that that you know that's a that's a dead art now um yeah really good felt good that i was playing a game for 10 minutes satisfied switched it off wasn't just like looking over my shoulder a lot while playing in the dark <laughs> uh, yeah that's good oh, God. it's better to have better to have a slightly more ground experience you're more comfortable with those old games yeah, I can feel is that. it going to be a Half Life three? Three? I mean, it, uh, it ends. You've got one. And you've still got episode one and two to go. Oh God, they're not on Mac though yet, are they? Yeah, they are. Oh God. Broadcasting on Skype. Okay, everybody, on Dallas Starter Five. Come on, people, The state of the Japanese gaming scene. Virtual console. PlayStation three. And the Nintendo DS. Who had the Xbox before? Nintendo. Mum, I'm scared. Do this. E3 happened since we were last on, Daz. Have you been listening? Yep. Oh, you called me Daz. You haven't called me Daz on the show in a while. Sorry. Start again. Uh, It's fine. No, it's fine. (laughs) It's absolutely fine. Uh, Yeah, everyone's talked about it. Everyone knows everything. What are we going to be able to add to it? Should we just be pithy and get things wrong? Yeah, pretty much. Um, Okay, (laughs) let's chat. Well, Nintendo won, didn't they? they? They won. Because it is a competition, isn't it? <laughs> it is a competition, yes. Nintendo, That's I think... That's everybody wants to judge. I came up with this analogy that everybody bar Nintendo were like the guy who turns up to the party right at the end of the evening with a bottle of tequila when you really don't want any more to drink and starts trying to force you to do shots. Oh, yeah. The guy who doesn't want the night to end, but yeah. you're ready to go home. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's what sad, every other you just got to ignore this them. year. But Nintendo came in and were like, hey, guys, we bought you some orange juice and uh, some nibbles, and we know you wanted some doner kebabs, so we got those for you. And we called you a taxi so you can get home after this. Whereas Microsoft and Sony kind of rolled into this motion control party. And have been like, yeah, hey, they did, didn't they? I tequila, and I got more Me cup. too, yeah, I bought more Red Stripe. Yay! Everyone likes Red Stripe, oh, don't yay. they? No. The bath's full of Red Stripe. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, with the, the Sony's thing, it looks like... Uh, it looks like one of those things you, you get from the circus and it's got a ping pong ball in it and a tiny little plastic net and you press the little <laughs> trigger on it and it pops the ping pong ball out and then you have to catch it now again. Now I know what you mean. Yes, absolutely. You know what I mean? It also it looks like one of those. It also looks like the massage things you get in love hotels here. What do they do? Are they like a vibrating ball It's thing? a big ball on the end of a big stick and you press it and it kind of pummels you back. It's not a kind of relaxed motion. It's a really kind of gudung gudung gudung. Oh, you're supposed to... It's not like a sex thing. Um, I think there's other settings. I haven't found them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it it, it does. You're right, it does. What what is that white thing for? Is that for tracking? Yeah, it's it's like the old motion tracking thing, like rotoscoping, basically. Um, It leads to incredible accuracy, which is one of the things that's got... One of the big things about the the move that's really attracting people to it, because it's still got some... Uh, feedback. I mean, it vibrates, so you've got something in your hand, some force feedback. It's got the button, so it's a bit more of a classic game. And also, it really does offer very um, measurable one-to-one control. Because it well, that's the winner for me. I mean, I'm not interested in, in either products, particularly over the 3DS, if, mm. we're, if we're 
coming down to brass tacks with uh, E3, but uh, I prefer to hold something than the Connect, which is uh, completely hands-free. I don't, I, you know, we've talked about this too much, I think, but uh, I, I, it's good that Sony stick to their guns. It does feel like they're sort of chasing the Wii bandwagon, but the industrial design on it looks good, and it, it looks like it could be a worthy product for the PS3. It's going to be suited to, you know, sword fighting lightsaber game is mm. the obvious thing to do with it, and it, it, it's it's less of a leap from the Xbox controller to having absolutely nothing at all. Well, the only problem and just there doing really games is getting it all together. I mean, there's price is obviously going to be an issue because currently it's 50 bucks for the um, ball on a stick. Then it's going to be another 30. This is only, obviously these are all American price. Then it's another 30 for the navigation controller, which is the small yep. one you can have. And then obviously there's the move camera that you'll need or the, the camera they already have, the PlayStation Eye that will be required and then that's before you've bought a game so it sounds like for a hundred dollars you'll be able to get a camera the ball on a stick and a game the ball on a stick ball on a stick what's next for that's game controllers but, I don't know but we don't have anything anymore a lot of games like the number of blinks that you do to control the characters one blink for jump two blinks go left wiggle your ears to stop I'm just going to let you peter out, and then I'm going to jump back in. With, uh, <laughs> a lot of games require you to have two of those controllers on top of that. So while Microsoft oh. and Kinect, Kinect have, is assumed to be a $150 price tag, they're still not confirming that. Um, it looks like very quickly the PlayStation move is going to add up to more than that, especially if you want more than one player. Two. Which is a really big issue when you're looking at most motion games being party games. Sure. They're not going to be big investment games. They're going to be uh, short uh, play time. Mm. Play? That's, that's a sentence. <laughs> you're not going to be playing them very long. You're not no. going to want to invest lots of money in them. It's not like buying your Medal of Honor set where you know you're going to just settle down and give up on life for six months, is it? Well, we don't... You know, when you're basically paying to, for the, pretty much the price of the console again to buy all this kit just for party games... Well, we don't really know game. what they're planning. This is the thing. I mean, a lot of what Sony is showing is far more real games. Is that a fair way of phrasing it? Maybe it isn't. Yeah, well, that would that would figure with Sony. Yeah. I think, I think Microsoft have clearly shown that they're totally, you know, unexpectedly, on, on my part, going for the Wii market, the family, bowling, dancing, all of that kind of cack. It kind of makes sense. I think they've pretty much topped out the market, at least in the U.S., for yeah. the ca- for the hardcore market, as it's become known, the core market, and they do have to bring in a new audience, and this seems to be the way to do it. It's just that if it is coming out at the price they're suggesting, even bundled with the uh, 360, the prices again have been assumed there. It's boosting the machine back up to well more than we prices, more than we when it launched prices. More than we. And now you own all these things. Yes. So, you know, you be the litmus test. Let's dip you into the, the acid of E3 okay. and see what colour you come up. What are you going to get? Are you going to get any of them? Um, I could see myself, you... if I've got people I know are going to come round, yeah. I could see myself maybe picking up something like Connect for just for the dance game. I've forgotten what it's called, actually. The um, sure. harmonics. And one. is that because that, that's the affordable one... To, and it doesn't matter about having lots of players. It's $150, they're suggesting, so it's probably going to be about £150. Um, it's a nice price. It's, it's an, assuming 
that will come with a game, and assuming that can be one of the games I enjoy playing and I think would be fun. For bowling, it'll come with bowling, probably. probably. <laughs> um, Less but fun it, than actual bowling. The advantages of it are that it does need to calibrate. The PlayStation Move needs to calibrate, and all I want, all I'm going to want it for, is drunken fun. And considering it looks like these new motion control devices are rebooting in many companies' minds the console generation. It looks like I won't be stuck with buying another console for at least another two years, bar the 3DS. So, considering I was expecting to have to buy new consoles in the very near future, this is actually quite a relief. So, 150 quid. What is going on with that? You know our news jingle, yeah. uh, where I uh, reenact people from all over the world in news centres talking about. Uh, you know, the PlayStation 3 and stuff like that. I thought when I did that a very long time ago now, creepily long time ago, I thought I've dug myself a hole here. I'm going to have to re-record that every time a new console comes out. Uh, I haven't. It's been the same consoles for forever. Yeah. Now, maybe time's moving more slowly in my perception because I have to talk about video games every two weeks, but... <laughs> Or am I wrong? Is the product cycle slowed down? What What's with the lack of new consoles? Why isn't there a new Wii? Or why isn't there a new Nintendo console well, and a new? I can't answer Microsoft the Nintendo console. one. The Nintendo one is them steadfastly. Well, I think it's them pouring their money into what they know is going to sell better, and that's handhelds. That's always been yep. Nintendo's bread and butter. Um, I think, judging by Nintendo, they are waiting for a higher penetration of high definition TVs before yeah, that they sense. move on. And yeah. I think that's been the thing with the... Um, also why the PlayStation 3 and the 360 have not felt a need to upgrade their hardware is because they're already ahead of the curve. HD televisions are not even at 50% penetration, I think. And a lot of people, even those who have HD TVs, don't know how to utilise them with their consoles and are playing in SD. Okay. That combined with the cost of producing high-definition content, it's becoming yeah, really true. difficult for people to produce. So you're saying we've better. reached some sort of plateau where it, the hardware has become less of an issue. It's more about putting the money behind the games. I think unless uh, you, until you start talking about really intricate physics and intricate detail like grass within a really... Mm -hmm. Full well, I mean, yeah, you're you're talking about just ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, the, the technical limitations to produce any type of game don't exist anymore. Yeah. So you're just literally talking about detail upon detail upon detail. So, oh, you I, know, the, the jump from the Wii to the Xbox obviously is quite a, quite a large one, but still. You I know, most wrote an article about this some time ago, actually, which is basically that now a game designer can produce almost anything they want with the hardware we have. Yes. And it will look good. But if you want it to look really good, you do it on PS3. And if you want lots of people to play it, you do it on the Wii. <laughs> That's the end of it. Yeah. I think yeah, even last sense. generation, I mean, yes, the jump to HD, it was a really noticeable jump. I think it's going to be hard to make that jump again. At least not without so significant I think financial investment before the consoles release. Something like 3D TVs. If the penetration on them gets up, then yeah. maybe you're going to be looking at something else. Not so I think the really exciting, sorry to uh, no, no. interrupt you there. I think the uh, exciting place where this sort of, you know, uh, generational generation update thing is, is still happening is, is back to the handhelds and the, the, the 3DS mm -hmm. looking hot. I mean, the, the frustrating thing about the 3DS launch is that, yeah, it's exciting, but you, you can't demo it. You can't see a video of it running. Yeah. The videos of it 
you know, you just don't get a good grasp of, of how exciting it is, which is it's quite frustrating on my part. I, I did mean, see... I'm def- def- definitely excited about it, but... I did see one video that allowed you to cross your eyes to see it in 3D. You had to put your eyes really? right up to the monitor and cross <laughs> your eyes perfectly. Because <laughs> it's just <laughs> uh, Probably not good for your eyes, though. Is that, that true? Is yeah, no, I think, it actually, I, think it was a, I think it was for Halo Reach, actually. I don't think it was actually a 3DS title. But the I should be crossing my eyes next to my monitor. I'll try and find that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we we jumped to uh, what GameCube level of graphics here on the on the three D. It sounds a little bit higher because there's I, I can't, there's something about the way it can render shadow and textures that makes it look consi- significantly better. Okay. Um, so that's exciting. Yeah. Although you know technically Ugh. it's just some of the software running within the framework. So yes, essentially it's GameCube, maybe a little bit above that but with a lot of refinement within that to make it look better. So, and then I guess the next step for Sony would be uh, PlayStation Portable that, you know, steps up the game in that respect as well. Do you think that will happen soon? The Go looks like it uh, was a bit of a flop. Yeah, the assumption is TGS is going to be the place for a lot of the Japanese developers and publish, um, producers to start showing off a bit more. But it, yeah. it would seem strange to me to hold back the place PSP2 unless... There was some reason they just couldn't show anything at E3. Maybe they just weren't even there. Uh, maybe they didn't even have a, pr- a working prototype. That could be the case, but I think they'd be more likely to leave that till next year. At this point, they've got a big push on 3D with the P- PlayStation 3, um, and a lot of games coming out, or a lot of games that they were pushing. So maybe. Maybe this yeah. year, but I'm, I'm thinking probably 2011 for that, which is when you know the 3DS is set to be released worldwide anyway. So exactly, it was quite a, a, a big gap from the launch to when it's going to be released, mm. isn't it? I, was, I thought it'd be out this Christmas, but but new. No. It might be interesting. Uh, so it might come out here. I don't know, but yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, you'll definitely be sending one back then. Yep. Um, so uh, yeah, I think that that excitement still exists in the handheld area, and that's where you know that's my market. I think I, the handhelds definitely interested in, not so interested in the. In the TV ones. Mm. That make me so old, the TV ones, is that what they call them? <laughs> yeah, your Game Boy. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so, E3, anything else? Anything else? Because it, uh, it was all about the new hardware. Yeah, mostly. There were a couple of games that jumped out. I mean, there's a lot that everybody's talked about, and everybody's, in fact, talked about what I want to talk about right now, which is the Journey. Um, or Journey, it's actually just called, which is uh, from that game company. which is the g- Not Journey Rock Band. No, no. Good for one song. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's this incredible-looking downloadable game from the guys that made Flower and Flow. Ooh. And it just kind of dumps. Yeah. Dumps you in a desert basically, and your task is reaching a mountain. And very little is known about it, but just the aesthetic combined with my general game, like desire to live within a game world and just explore rather than be tasked with any kind of kill everybody kind of goal it really appeals to me so you do kind of live in a game world you live in japan yeah i do kind of and i do explore you don't really so yeah things. you don't really like have a sort of uh you know sort of a, a, a consequences uh out there it's just like a it's a playground isn't it yeah that's right yes no consequences to anything i do <laughs> touching women and stealing things and that's what you do isn't it pretty much every day yeah that's it's it. fine they're too scared to arrest you because you're so huge <laughs> We end there. <laughs> is well, there yeah, if you like, yeah. I don't think there's anything else. No, I don't is there anything else E3? Other stuff from E3 that I'm interested in. 
not I mean obviously Journey is that's a way off that's maybe 2012 and it's something I'm eager to play might but, be dead um, <laughs> yeah it might be dead but I'm eager to I'm eager to play but patient for um, one of the things that I'm really looking forward to though with my love of horror games is Dead Space 2 which was obviously ah oh, Dead Space 2 big game of a few years Fight of the Aliens oh. yes the scary aliens on it. What have they changed? How? What's new? What we've got to look forward to in shooting aliens in a space station? Well, this game. time it's on a space station. Well, this time Was it's it on a before? planet as opposed to on a planet. On a that's the ne- that's the, the the progression, isn't it? Planet. Yeah. Space yeah. spaceship planet. If you're a film, spaceship planet, and then maybe uh, time travel, like they time traveled back to the eighties. Maybe that was quite <laughs> right to yeah. the eighties. That'd be cool. And then you do a prequel story. Isn't, oh no, the 80s wouldn't be a prequel story, would it? That's right. They've already done the prequel story, though, so that that's separate. Oh, so. was that the Wii one? Yes, yes, how did you guess? Because um, <laughs> this is the only other one. But the interesting thing about it is that the last one had a very thinly veiled um, religious theme, which and they had the Church of Unitology, which is really just a kind of uh, mocking of Scientology in, in parts. I like it. I approve of any mocking of Scientology. <laughs> so what, uh, the aliens are a result of this yes, religion? Yes, They well, they pray, the church believes in these markers, but these markers also hold, like, parasites that turn people into these necromorphs, as they are called, that can only be killed by dismembering them, because just body shots and head shots don't kill them. I've just, I've just, just to go back to an earlier point. Yes. We, we definitely don't have any female listeners, do we? I mean, it's highly unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> Considering what you just said, I was just listening to what you were saying. I was like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> Can only be killed by a body shot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's that. But that looks really interesting. Uh, they've started moving things into churches. Is part of the kind of because they're now on a planet, the Church of Scientology, or the Church of Unitology. Oh, God, they're going to come after me. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, it plays a far bigger role, because when it was on the ship before, it was kind of a more of a cult hidden thing. But as the aliens invaded, faith has increased, so it's looking a lot more like that's going to play a far bigger role in what's going on. And that, in fact, the combat aliens. I'm a little worried the combat's looking a bit more just horrific, torture porny. Oh, that's not good. It what you mean, blood and guts flying everywhere, well, spleens, it always was, intestines. But yeah, it kind of seemed in keeping. Now it just seems to be a bit more gratuitous. Like the guy in the original was a mechanic stranded, doing the best he could, and this time he seems to have gone in balls out, new outfit. I'm going to rip your arm off and stick it through your face. Also, <laughs> do you think the meeting went a little bit like this? Dude, you know, we had the aliens with all the gore. Let's crank it up to 11 on this one. Yeah. I'm people sure yeah? that's how the meeting went. Crank it up to 11 on the, the gun point. <laughs> yes. And in fact, yeah. they, they asked for the community to help with this. So you can imagine the kind of people. The community, what does that mean? Nerds. No, they, they, like on Facebook, they had a competition to submit gory deaths. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> so you can imagine <laughs> why that came up with. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fair enough. So that's Dead Space 2. For the Wii, the thing that I'm really interested in is Lost in Shadow. I want Goldeneye. You want Goldeneye, really? <laughs> yeah, I really do. Why? Is that wrong? Um, no. Why do you want Goldeneye? 
I went to play it with my girlfriend. We've got Nightfire, which we play sometimes on the PS2. Okay. Uh, that's good. Well, you have... I mean, it's going to use the classic controller, right? So what I would recommend, if that's what you're looking for, is to go out and buy Time Splitters 2 or Time Splitters 3 used for the GameCube and save yourself some yeah? there. Yes, it was Is made. That good? Is that good? It was made by a lot of the team that made the original Goldeneye. It's got a lot of the same feel. Um, this Death new match. game is a little different because although they're using Craig, the Goldeneye license, yeah, it's using Dan it's using the uh, Bond license because Activision now owns that. Okay. But because they don't own the rare Goldeneye, the rare Nintendo Goldeneye from <laughs> yeah, um, the rare the Goldeneye. Uh, they what they've done is they've gone out and they've asked the well, they've original right. screenwriter of the original Goldeneye to rewrite it, update it for the... As though what, it was the film? 2010. Yeah, the film. Although it's happening in <laughs> 2010 yeah. and make that labored. the game that you play. Right. In, but with Daniel Craig in it. Yep. Because uh, uh, Pierce Brosnan's better than Daniel Craig, isn't he? For a, ga for um, a computer game. For a... Com mm, yes. He was in Mrs. Doubtfire. Imagine <laughs> Daniel Craig in Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> well, they have to go back and replace... All Pierce Brosnan films with Daniel Craig then, if they're starting off with this. Well, that wouldn't. So that Mrs. Wouldn't Doubtfire, he'd have to be in that, wearing the Rolex and stuff like that. It just hello, children. <laughs> and uh, we've talked about Dante's Inferno. Yeah. He'd have to be in that awful uh, Dante's Peak, Peak. Sorry. Yeah. He'd have to be in uh, the uh, that awful remake of the Thomas Crane Affair. Yes. With Rene Russo, with Daniel Craig in it. Yeah. All these things are going to have to happen now. Yeah. And, and then make video games of all of those. Um, the I, Mrs. Doubtfire game. I don't think they're doing any of that, <laughs> to be honest. But no. um, it was—it's a kind of shameless of Activision. It's it is not a bit, isn't it? Original game, but it—I it, thought it was met with rapturous excitement because well, everyone loves Goldeneye. It's meant to be pretty good. The people who've played it say that they've basically taken a lot of what they've learned from Call of, a lot of the Call of Duty elements, yeah, and incorporated them into this new Wii shooter and allowed you to use a classic controller. Yes. But it's still not the original Goldeneye. And obviously, because it's the same plot, a lot of the same things are in there. It's still the dam scene. Still, like, probably the library, the tank, are still probably going to be in there, from what I gather. It follows a very similar plot, but it's not the same game. Okay. As long as it's got the deathmatch, that's what everyone wants, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. First person shoot a deathmatch on the Wii. I think that was just like, you know, that it didn't have that. Now it does. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna it, it did have that. And I'm going to buy the Kirby game with the stitching. That oh, looks good. Yeah, Kirby's Epic Yarn. Epic Yarn. See what they did brilliant. there. And Resident Evil's coming to the, the 3DS. You must be excited because you like, you like all that horror, don't you? I do, I do. And it looks lovely. But that's yeah. just obviously a trailer and very little has been mentioned. But it does seem like a prequel to Resident Evil 5 going back quite a way, probably. So it could be interesting to see how that works out. Especially as the last Resident Evil set on a ship is now considered non-canon. So that was on the game. Does that mean back in it was crap? Yes, it was crap. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not considered canon. Oh, yeah, it was crap. The game that I'm interested in for the Wii, I'm going to go back to this, is Lost in Shadow. Okay, what's you that? Try to get us off that. Uh, it's a platformer, but you are a shadow ripped from its owner, sent to the bottom of the tower, and you've got to find your way back up the tower. But because you're a shadow, Ooh. you can only interact with other shadows. I have seen this. Yes, I read about this. It looks yeah. good. It does. It does. It looks is it really Hudson Soft? Yes, it is. It's Hudson Soft. Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited about it. It looks great, doesn't it? Yeah. It's a really nice... It's aesthetic. really odd. It's really odd to see the screenshot. Sorry to interrupt you, but 
because it is literally like a platform game where someone's removed the person (laughs) you just see a shadow on the floor so it's quite odd like you don't know what you know what you're looking at it's um but i imagine that's extremely fun it's reminiscent of something like ico which yes yes in terms of the aesthetic but then Mm -hmm. with the characters removed like you say and it just i can imagine the kind of perspective shifts you can do when you're moving shadows could make it really interesting so um, I've been excited for that for some time. I've seen adverts out here in Japan. Um, I don't know how much coverage it's getting, but it just looks like a Wii game that could really be just set, be something different on the Wii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like it. It, it kind of uh, feels like a uh, uh, a PlayStation uh, downloadable title or something mm. like that. It's got that kind of level of experimental uh, fun. Uh, the you know Wii games just tend tend to be such safe deals, don't they? The big titles, so mm. it's quite nice to see something really odd on Wii that looks fun. It kind of looks like it should be a DS game. It's like that odd. Yeah, yeah. You know, it would be nice to see. Work. It would be interesting to see it with HD. I mean, if they do decide to do it downloadable in the future for the other machines, but at the same time, I'm. It looks nice enough. Uh, nice enough. It looks nice, and. When you consider how beautiful Ico and uh, Shadow of the Colossus looked on the PS2, I don't think you're losing anything by having it in that lower definition. I think it's a, you know it adds a certain style of its own to it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I've got no, no problem with the the pixelated Wii mm. uh, uh, look. I think they just look like Wii games. It's just yeah. the certain way that it's shaded and the 3D's rendered. It's just like yeah, it's mm. a Wii game. Like, like an N64 game is unmistakably N64 looking. It really is, uh, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Yeah, they're really, really, really oddly, you know, the rare games dirty especially. Dirty pixels. Look, yeah, dirty pixels mapped over very sort of uh, blobby, roundy objects. Yeah. I'm thinking of Mario Kart specifically. But <laughs> oh, God, yeah, yeah that it's, it's just fine, isn't it? It's the aesthetic. Um, the one other thing that I've been interested in, and this goes again to my horror game interest, is Silent Hill 8. Um, Silent Hill. <laughs> really? There have been that many? I thought there were two. Well, it's, <laughs> so it's, is what I know. project title is Silent Hill 8, but yes, there have been eight of them. And they've been kind of on a downward trajectory since two. Okay, they've been getting crapper and crapper. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they've gone from like, oh, that wasn't as good as the last one to, wow, that really... Whoa, that was a stinker. Uh, So this one was actually kind of an anomaly because it kind of took the trend up a bit. I really enjoyed it. Had its problems. That was Shattered Memories on the Wii. Good game, I thought. But now, uh, Silent Hill uh, Project Title 8 is coming in 2011 and the reason I'm interested is because the developer has moved originally the developer was Japanese then it moved to the US and now it's moved Czech Vatra Games Czech studio Um, and the reason that's interesting is because the original games were really interesting because it was a Japanese take on America Middle America then it moved to America and it was an American take on Middle America which is where it got a bit weird because they were trying to mimic the kind of Japanese horror within their world and it didn't quite work Okay, it's a bit I too grounded. Yep. But looking at the kind of European horror that's been pumped out recently, mm-hmm. it could be looking really promising. interesting to see that incorporate, incorporated into a Silent Hill world. Silent Hill 8. Hey, there was a Silent Hill movie, wasn't there? It was, there was, yes. Did you see that movie? I did. That's one we've not talked about. We talked about video game movies. I liked it. Was it good? No. No. <laughs> um, I think it did a lot of really clever things in terms of visuals and capturing the theme of the game. 
and the feel of it. And in many ways, it was faithful in terms of the story arc as well. But it just doesn't really work as well when you're not playing it and making the revelations yourself. It's one of those games that really is, part of it is making having the journey yourself. It was CAC. No, no, it wasn't CAC, though Sean Bean was a bit strange. Sean Bean was in it? Yeah. He's in some odd movies, isn't he? Yeah. He was in Bond as well. Yes, Alex Trevelyan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm just up for Daniel Craig being put into all the Pierce Brosnan <laughs> films again. I keep thinking about that. Every single one. Every single one. Okay, uh, Mamma Mia. Imagine that. Hey, we've got we've got a copy of Mamma Mia here. I'm going to watch it this week. I've heard it's really fun. I'm not going to watch it this week. I'm going to watch the a picture of Meryl, Meryl Streep on the cover of Mamma Mia. If you can go look at the DVD online, okay. her head, the, everyone's head is on, you know, it's it's the picture, but they've they photoshopped Meryl Streep's head on for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> but everyone else's head is, is, is the actual, you know, it's not retouched or anything. And her head goes around. She's looking backwards. And it's further than you can humanly turn your head. And it's really weird. It's like she, it's like a little bit like that scene in The Exorcist. She's looking at, she's looking at uh, Colin Firth behind her and going, "Oh, ho, ho, the fun of life in Abba," but her head's too far. It's like over her shoulder. I don't know if she's done it. It's terrifying. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see it. I hear Pierce Brosnan singing in it. It's, um, it's just a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah, I heard that it was. Everybody else seems to be really singing, and he just seems to have yeah. gone for it, but not be very good. Yeah, he just turns up and does like a rumbly posh fart. <laughs> I love karaoke. It's basically Pierce Brosnan doing karaoke, which I do want to see. Yeah, he's the British Nicolas Cage, isn't he? I yeah. really like Pierce Brosnan. It's time for Darren's Old Games Now. They're old and so are you. You're old. You're going to die, but before you do, listen to my Old Games thing. <laughs> this time, it's Afterburner, the Sega arcade cabinet from 1987. Remember, if you will, with me. You sidle into the muscular metal cabinet, take the unusually warm joystick in your hand and drop your money into the slot. Then, suddenly, you're flying behind, not in. An F-14 Tomcat like some sort of terrified paragliding cameraman being pulled along at the speed of sound. But suspend disbelief. Because what's that? A million and one Soviet-style jets surrounding me. Lock. Fire. Lock. Fire. Lock. Fire. Red and white cauliflowers of fire and smoke hurtle towards you with increasing speed until it's hard to focus on what I'm firing at. Keep stable. What's that? A thousand frozen chicken nuggets hurtling underneath me. I think that's supposed to be the ground. Beep, fire, beep, fire. Am I even hitting them? Going too fast to assess the situation. Deafening J-Rock from speakers too close to my ears. What was that crack noise? Oh no, I'm hit. A ginormous pixel fireball and gone. Heart pounding. 50p down. Was that fun? Yes. This is the end of Darren's old games now. They were old and now you're older too. Do you lay awake in bed at night, picking over your pointless little life? That was the Darren's Old Games where I actually didn't really try and be anything else but uh, spew love. I really liked Afterburner. Really? Yeah. Why so, why Not, so much love? I don't know. I think it was just that visceral punch in the gob. Uh, I, you know, I've played it since and it's just very difficult to control <laughs> and very, very, very samey. Like, I don't know how long it goes on for. But uh, I think as a 50p experience, it was good. It was good. It was like a ride. Yeah, I Just remember like playing the one very similar that put you in like a gyroscope and span you around to the music. That was G-Lock 360. Yeah, the very famous, yeah. probably the most, the most ridiculous arcade cabinet. It was really fun, though. 
Yeah, <laughs> instant thing. Yeah, so basically you could go 360 degrees in yeah. any direction. So basically the first thing you do is just do about 12 loop-the-loops <laughs> until you don't know where you are. <laughs> yeah. That's what yeah, everybody did. did. Yeah, and get rattled with uh, homing missiles and then die. I remember playing that in Hamleys once. That was, uh, I think, the only place we found one. So that was good. Yeah, because they used to have an arcade section in Hamleys, they did. didn't they, on the top floor. Do they not anymore? Uh, no, no, hell no. Arcades are really difficult to find in London oh. now. Uh, it's a real dead art. I did find we did find a good one actually because we went to the uh, a ha- Ray Harryhausen who made the uh, you know uh, Sinbad and uh, Clash of the Titans okay. movies back yeah, in the seventies, yeah. uh, the stop motion animation. Yep. There is an exhibition. It's brilliant in London. You should check it out. Of all of the uh, uh, clay animation models and stop motion animation models, like you know the skeletons that rise up and all of that sort of stuff, and that's on at the South Bank. And next to it is a Namco world, which I didn't know existed. Wow! Uh, and it's brand spanking new, and oh. it's really nice in there. Maybe it's only a I did of time. know that existed. Are you sure they haven't just refurbished it? Because I remember playing the full size Ridge Racer there about seven no more than that ten years ago uh, maybe they have refurbished it it's got like a brilliant bar and I mean it's as good as those places are it's still pretty tacky and it's got you know it's cack but it's not it's new and clean and it doesn't have puke on the floors yeah. and you know Which really dodgy won't take long if they have many of those 360G lock experiences with a bar well they must still exist there are people who collect arcade yeah. games aren't they I'm sure that's a hard to one know. to keep maintained, that's though. probably in someone's garage, isn't it? Someone's wife probably hates that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go and play the 360 cabinet. Okay. Going in Clean with a beer. Clean up your own vomit. Well, not in with a beer, obviously. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just spinning yourself around. Yeah, that's probably what happens. If you own an arcade cabinet and you're listening, for God's sake, get in touch. We'd like to hear from you. Uh, oh, by the way, everyone, Alex has said to me that he's, con- you know, Alex is single now. He's coming home to, to London soon. They'll do for show. Well, I promise we'll get better when he comes back. Uh, <laughs> really? Because it's not very Because we'll both be drunk together. <laughs> we'll both be together, yeah, yeah. It won't be in the middle of my working day. Uh, but Alex has said that he's going to go travelling to Thailand. So it, can we please start a petition to try and explain to Alex why he shouldn't do that? Because I've tried to explain to him why he shouldn't go to Koh Samui or wherever and go to a full moon party like some dickhead. Uh, he, he, just come home, Al, just come home. So if you'd like Alex to not go to, to Thailand, then just come home. Because how long have you been in Japan now? Six years. Six years. Everyone moved home. Alex is on his own there now. Conversely, if anybody can think of a good reason for me to go to Thailand, or indeed things I should do when I'm there, let us know that. I bet you a million quid everyone will just tell you not to go. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, write uh, a comment on this, just please. It's a petition, so just say, I don't know, please, Alex, don't go to Thailand. Please come home, love, your name. And then a little kiss. And then just do that. Please, please, everyone, just educate the man. Uh, and until that happens, <laughs> we, yeah, we're, uh, we will uh, research video games and we'll be back yes. with you next time for more Doofus action. In the meantime, follow Alex on uh, Twitter. He's Doofus on Twitter. You can read him on Bitmob, Game People, He's Scared Gamer, uh, and on Doofus.net, of course. Thank you, Alex, and I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.